It has been two years since the trade galaxy was shaken to its core by the actions of a single, mismatched, multi-species crew. Whatever you think of the heroes of Yentao, also known as the Space Squad, one thing is certain. All eyes are watching for whatever they do next. Last time in the Maelstrom Galaxy. You made it through a fraught introduction and became acquainted with Z, the ancient site who has maintained the city alone for all these years. Through Z, you finally learnt the city's purpose, to protect the little prince, the last living egg of this entire people, kept safe in the heart of the palace by the magic of the mysterious Apelton suitor known only as He Who Guides. We pick up now, still in the Sanctum. The egg is still, for now, in Lorelei's arms, but all around you the palace is quaking and falling. What do you do next? How much damage did I take from the egg at the end of last session? I'm guessing it's fire damage. You would be correct in that guess. Let me just roll it for you. That is eight points of fire damage. That's fine. You can walk that off. Yeah, yeah, you'll be able to walk all of this off. Don't worry about it. Mm. <laughs> walk your bloody self off. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be that person, but we talked about how uh, it's been more than four hours. Leonie, are you being the homework kid? <gasps> no, it's only because I edited the boost rules yesterday. <laughs> it, it's important. This is important. Corel needs to take some drugs. As as the palace falls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick, Corel, do some drugs. The floor starts to tilt like drastically under your feet. As it tilts and you begin to kind of slide in place, Corel, your body suddenly feels a lot heavier and like a wave of weariness slams into you as your dose wears off. I go for I go for my next thing of boost, I think. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take deck saving throws from all of you now to see what happens next. Uh 19. 16. 23. Uh dirty 20. 12. Everyone except Faraday, as the floor tilts underneath you, you manage to kind of coast the slide. Corel, with that roll, as you're sliding, you manage to kind of reach into your satchel and snatch your uh, vial of next vial of booze, pop the lid and just chug it as you go, surfing like Legolas down this slope <laughs> in the Battle of Helm's Surfing down a slope, taking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> wow! They're medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> Faraday, you start to slide with the rest. The skeletons of the egg's parents suddenly crack and shift and fall in your path. And your right foot catches under a long white femur and you are sent toppling ahead forwards down the slope. I don't know if you remember what I said about fall damage, but because of the high gravity, it is doubled. Oh no. Oh dear. Uh, that is 12 points of bludgeoning damage from the fall, Faraday, as you slam chest first onto the floor at the bottom of this new slope. Uh, all around you, the palace is quaking and crumbling and falling. And Z, who kind of follows the rest of you down and manages to successfully slide as well, kind of looks around with despair, like clear in the ripple of their plates and just goes, the world is breaking. As you kind of stand for a second on this ledge, the ledge then also starts to tilt. What do you guys do? Are we slightly higher up 
than the rest of the city still. Yeah, the entire palace is elevated above the rest of the city on a great grassy hill. Can I do a quick look around to see if there seems to be any obvious way out that is not the bridge? Yeah, of course. I'll take perception. Are you trying to look outside of the palace? The palace is still around you right now. Yeah, because we're still inside. So you'll be looking for a way out of the palace currently. Yeah. Uh, 17. You can see that as the walls crumble, uh, to get to the sanctum where Z led you to the egg, uh, you had to take these corridors that snaked away from the main hall. As the palace now crumbles, you can see that the main hall is actually ahead and to the left of you. You can see like a great chunk of walls have crumbled and cracked together. And you can see this kind of unstable path that could lead you potentially that way and out through the main entrance of the palace. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, I will take a group dex check this time as you race through the corridor. Natural one. But I have aura of protection. 21 plus three is 24. 15. Oh, wait, I've got about the plus three. 18. 11. 17. As a group, you pass the check. So um, as you race along this unstable quite it's not even a real corridor. It's just slabs of stone coming together temporarily to give you this path. Uh, you manage to sprint along the path. Lorelei, you clutching the egg to your chest, with your poor blistered hands aching. And you manage to erupt back out into the main hall right as the path like collapses behind you. The beautiful murals either side of the hall have crumbled to just colorful dust. Z is lumbering behind you, making like these distressed bellowing noises as their entire world breaks around you. And as you kind of turn towards the front of the palace to escape via the main entryway that you first came in through when everything was scary, but still calm and not chaotic and broken, there is a deep boom of sound and then a whistle of something flying or falling and then through the stone above the open uh, above the open air archway an enormous metal claw punches through it like a huge grappling hook the size of a car or a truck and then it retracts ripping away the entire front of the entry hall and through the mess that it leaves through the curling dust and the debris you can see a hulking metallic shape a ship. What? 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 They just, they bought a hole. Ah! What the? <laughs> Why did that just appear on the map like that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's too big. It's very big. A shadow hangs over the hidden city, a hulking shape clad in bristling black metal armor and burnt orange glass. Its body is a flat diamond whose stubby wings bristle with cannons and blasters. The thunder, the boom that you heard, you realize, is not just the sound of the palace crumbling. It is the sound of engines, powerful engines that blast down onto the city streets, lifting the dust of thousands of years into a frenzy of yellow-white fog. The five of you are standing in full sight of a Stingray, a military-class ship which is more than capable of fighting entire fleets, let alone six people on foot. And by the whirring sound of its guns as they spool up to fire, it means business. Please, can you roll me initiative? Piss. <laughs> Paige, I love you, but also, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone higher than 20? That's a great start, guys. Uh, anyone higher than 15? 18. Uh, anyone higher than 10? 13. 
I got 11. Higher than five? Seven. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, Shona. Oh, Shlup. No. Oh, no. But you have such a good plus to Dex. What did you roll? It's just the sad nodding. Oh, we have to, come on, tell us, tell us. What did you roll, Shona? I rolled a two, plus two is four. Oh, oh no! What's your dexterity? What's your dexterity? Plus two. Okay, so that's you next and then the enemy. So they are going to go last in the order. That's something. Which is a blessing. But I need to roll for Tesh and Z. Give me a second. So the running order is Lorelei, Z and Tesh, Crick, Corel, Faraday, Schlurp, and then the ship. But before we do, we have a quick note, which is that we're using a new mechanic today that we've not used before at our table, uh, which is escalation. What that means is basically each round of combat, you will get an additional plus to your attack and damage rolls. This does not apply to the ship, but what also happens is that as the rounds progress, Basically, there is a guarantee that bad things are going to start happening the further you get through the fight. So there's that idea of if you let this drag out, something really terrible is going to happen. With that covered, Lorelei, you're top of the order. Okay, awesome. I am going to, hugging the egg in my arms, go up to Z and put the egg forward and be like, this is safer in your hands than it is in mine right now. I need both of my hands for casting. And also, is the bridge the only way out? Zeb takes it very gently in their huge hands, and then like a part of their chest opens up slightly, and you can see like there's a compartment inside, and Zeb like pushes it into their chest and closes the compartment and then pats it, and then bends very close to you, closer and closer, and then just goes, no. Well, um, bugger, and she panics slightly. So would that be my bonus action to hand off or my action to hand off? I'll call it your bonus action. Okay. They're 60 feet off the ground, so they are eye level, 100 feet away. I am going to cast Cool Lightning directly above. Ooh. Usually you'd only be able to cast it outside, but because the cavern's so big, mm. okay, and it's 10 foot tall, 60 foot radius, storm okay. cloud appears. So that might just be the entire size of the ship. I think that's probably not too far off. Yeah. And I cast it at fifth level. Would I know enough about the ship to know where the bridge is? You can see the bridge. It's opaque, like the glass is opaque, but it is at the front of the ship. Okay. I am going to pick the bridge. So I need a dexterity saving throw. From the spaceship. From the spaceship. Amazing. I rolled a 16. Yeah, my DC is 17. Oh, come on. Nice. And this is lightning damage. So I'm yep. not sure if that makes a difference because it's a, it's a ship. No. 38 points of lightning damage. My God. You hurl this huge spell out over the ship and this broiling mass forms and lashes down at the bridge. The entire ship is outlined in crackling white light for a second. And then you hear like a noticeable drop in its engine noise and it drops four feet and then steadies itself. I have 40 feet of movement. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna last second look at Tesh, look at Schlurp, point at Z and be like, big robot, hide. Then use my 40 feet to run towards the bridge, but hide behind something. You basically sprint down the long flight of stairs that comes up to the palace mm. and you make it to the junction. Off to your right is the garden terraces and off to your left is like 
uh, these little small houses and bigger houses and fancy homes. I just want to duck behind a wall. Okay. I will say that you managed to duck behind a small home near the garden terraces. Next in the order is Tesh and Z. So you said to Z basically hide. No, I pointed at Z whilst looking at Tesh to say imply that hide with Z because Z big, Z smash. Z opens their arms wide and Tesh like kind of takes a nervous running leap into their arms and then Z starts to barrel down the stairs after you, Lorelei. They are slower than you, so even though they dash, they only make it the same distance as you. So they they don't join you behind the same small wall. They head a little bit off to the side behind a house and they take shelter there with Tesh still in their arms. And next in the order is Crick. I have studied my weapons and spells. I think the most I can do is, is run here. Sounds like a good idea to me. So I'm going to run as fast as I can towards the area with defenses in the hope that maybe there's something more powerful there. Uh, And if not, then at least I'll have some cover. You sprint also down the stairs, but then veer left and duck into the area with like these ramshackle defenses. As I will let you do a perception check. 11. With an 11, you realize that the dust blowing in the air isn't just from the streets, it's also from the mortar between bricks, which implies that this whole city is unstable and potentially could be used as a weapon as well. Uh, next in the order is Corral. Um, I'm going to run and I'm going to use my bonus action to dash. So that's a full 60 feet straight down. Yep. I am going to pull out my, my pistol and fire at... Those opaque windows. Brilliant. Uh, You have enough movement to veer off to the side. You could go towards like where Crick is with the makeshift armory area or off towards the gardens with Laurel. No, I'm keeping straight on. Uh, Yeah, okay. So you aim your pistol high and you fire. Uh, Roll, roll, roll. Go ahead. Right. So that's a 26. Uh, With a 26, you manage to beat the ship's AC. You aim your pistol through the mist and the haze and the fog and your shot strikes true. Um, You're aiming for the bridge window, basically, yeah? Yep, and I do 10 damage. Okay, with 10 damage, you know like how you're driving and a chip will appear on your windscreen? I think you definitely see like a teeny imperfection appear on the bridge windscreen and that might sound disheartening, but the fact that there's anything there at all means that that can grow over time with further attacks. Okay, that's good to know. That's that's me. Next in the order is Faraday. What are our thoughts on negotiating? Fuck that. They took a spaceship underground. I think <laughs> they these took guys, two children. These also guys dead. One is dead. Yeah, there doesn't seem like a lot of scope for negotiation here. I would like to run forwards. Oh, would you? No. Hmm. Are you going down the stairs? Just asking. Everyone else went down the stairs. Mm, I know. So you're going to go down the stairs. <laughs> I think she um, might be fucking with you. She might not be. Faraday, as you start to rapidly descend these stairs chasing your friends, there's a strange rattling sound, like of some kind of chain above you from the ship. And then there's a huge boom again, like you heard before. And an enormous truck-sized grappling hook is flying at the staircase ahead of you. Uh, Faraday, can I take a dexterity saving throw? It's not their turn. <laughs> I know, they're taking a legendary action. Uh, no! Sorry. 
Wait, 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 wait. A what? A legendary action. That's a thing that real big guys have in D&D. Like, they get, like, so many legendary actions per thing. They can take extra actions between turns. That's a five. Oh, my God. Okay, Faraday, you completely fluffed that roll. And as you're descending, the huge grappling claw strikes the stairs just beneath you. And the stairs fall from beneath you. And you fall with them onto the grappling claw. (laughs) And then there's that same rattling chunk noise. And it rips free of the staircase, leaving a cliff behind and dragging you up towards the spaceship (laughs) with it. Uh, you're going to take some fall damage from falling onto the grapple. Oh no. 25 points of bludgeoning damage, and you have now been carried up into the air and are cluck. Like, basically, you're basically clinging to the grappling hook underneath the right wing of the spaceship. Well, I'm closer now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to take your action? <laughs> uh, oh shit. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not casting Bless anymore. Okay, how high up is the grappling claw? So you have been carried up to the ship. The ship is floating 60 foot above the ground, over the courtyard in the centre of the city. How separate is it from the ship? The grapple basically is carried under the right wing. Uh, You can see like the kind of winding socket behind you that it kind of emerges from like a torpedo. Give me a perception check to see how much you can determine. And we'll call both of those checks your bonus. 23. For the perception check. 23. Uh, with the 23, you can see an access hatch uh, 15 feet ahead of you on a very thin rail. So potentially you could climb along that rail to get into the ship, maybe? Um, you can also see a window 15 feet above your head. A little porthole. Okay, I'm trying to decide. Is it better to try and disable the claw or to try and get into the ship? Get into the ship. Okay. If you fall, you could potentially take up to 60 damage. I would like to cast Guiding Bolt at first level on the access hatch, please. <laughs> Twelve. Oh. You fire off a Guiding Bolt at the access hatch, but your shot goes wild as you kind of slip for a second because you're only holding on with one hand to do that. Uh, you manage to kind of stay on the grappling hook, but it glances off the door and does not fully impact it. Next in the order is Schlurp. Yeah, I see everything that's going on and I'm like, oh God, I'm at the top of a staircase and everything is falling apart. Oh, it's now a cliff. The thing is, even if I jump it and I nail the jump, I'll still take damage from falling. And I really don't want to use my dimension door right now because I've uh, barely got any of those left. Should I stay up here? I'm kind of a sitting duck otherwise. Okay, so I go to the side of the cliff and I kind of like, Zay, catch me please. Huh? <laughs> And then, then I, you then, jump. And then I fucking jump. <laughs> oh god, okay. I'll take a dex from Shona so she can aim her booty. Please come on. Uh roll a twelve. There's still dust in the air. The staircase is probably still falling, because it's only been seconds since Faraday moved. You underestimate how far you need to go. You're gonna fall onto some rocks part way down, but I don't think you're gonna take like the full height of damage. I think you hit the sliding mass and then Z will grab you with their big strong arms as you go past. So I'm going to say that you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage. As you're sliding past on on the mass of loose bricks, Z reaches out and plucks you from, has basically has got Tesh under one arm and you under the other. Hi Tesh. Hello. Is this normally how life is for you? I mean, normally there's not a ship underground. Be quiet. Time to fight. 
Next up is the ship. Faraday, from where you are up on the grappling hook of the ship, you can hear this deafening cluster of whines mm. as the ship's guns spool up to fire. Clutching to the grapple, your head pounding as those weapons go do, 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 do. Let me roll all my various things. And Faraday gets tinnitus. <laughs> Faraday gets tinnitus. Could be worse. She could be down here with us. Ship weapons aren't especially needle finesse the way that a pistol could be or a uh, sniper rifle could be because they're usually aimed at really big targets like other spaceships. So what that means is that people within a radius are going to get affected by their weapons rather than specific targets. The ship fires four times. It fires, it misses, and the palace above you, Schlepp, where you had been standing, explodes. Good thing I jumped. Good thing I jumped. That second firing is 22 against your AC, so it will definitely hit everybody in the radius, which is all of you but then it does four points of fire damage. So it doesn't actually hit you very hard. Can I like try and shield Tesh with my body as a reaction or something? I mean, it's going to beat your AC and then it fires again. This one, a slightly bigger weapon, but misses and again strikes the palace and sends a huge cloud of dust flying off over the armory area and like the ramshackle defenses. And then it fires a final time with the largest weapon of the four and it rolled a 14 on its attack. And that's another 20 points. And I'm gonna say that with that, the house that you're hiding behind like makes a suspicious cracking noise and then starts to lean and Z has to like brace their shoulders against it to stop it from falling on you. And then the guns, the wine dies down and we come back to the top of the order with Lorelei. I look over and Tasha's are very obviously dead dead. I look at Z and I'm like, we can bring her back, protect the body, slurp. I'm sorry you had to see that. And usually I promote positive processing of emotions, but right now is not the time. I'm really <laughs> sorry. Uh, I turn around, I run forward 40 feet. Towards the garden? Yeah, I'm gonna run there, but then face as if to run to the inner circle. And Lorelei was just getting over how angry she was at the concept of Teb's existence and this woman who let's face it she has a big old crush on is dead so with a renewed fervor and anger she stands there on her back two legs puts both of her burnt hands in the air rubs them together despite how painful it is brings them apart and then claps and brings down another lightning strike so this is round two yep you now get plus one to your attack and your damages. Okay, I need a DC 17 dexterity save, please. I rolled a 10. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that is 15. Ooh. Again on the blast of the bridge. Uh, you can now, uh, even from the ground, Lorelei, you can see a foot long snaking crack. You're definitely making an impact. The ship again drops another five feet. Uh, next in the order is Z. Uh, Z had obviously been clutching Schlurp and Tesh in their arms, and Z like drops you, Schlurp, and then kneels and is like cradling Tesh in their arms, like their hands trembling, and then they just look up at you and they say, Z could not protect. You did your best. Z could not protect. They kind of very gently touch her horns and her closed little eyes, 
And then they open up the chest and lift her into their chest along with the egg and then close it and then turn and stand up much straighter than they had before. And then they, they spin around and they clasp the walls of the like crumbling, leaning house and start to go, and they slowly, like, I'm going to roll. But they are trying to rip the house off the ground, basically. They rolled a nat 20. Yes! yes! Boy! <laughs> they rolled a nat 20. They rip the house from its foundations, hoist it over their huge, their huge body, and then fucking hurl it. Skywits at the ship. Um, how is a building being thrown a ship going to affect Faraday? Faraday is on the other side. I do. I just feel like this might jostle things a little. I think it's going to be more your problem, Corel, because you're underneath the ship. Three's going to fall. Seems like uh, someone might have made an error there. Sorry, I'm just concerned about my friend. Is all. Z's throne house does 18 points of bludgeoning damage, and then Z drops their hands to their sides and just fucking screams. Corel, you hear like the crash and the screams, and then there's like a crumbling falling sound, and you're able to look up to see like the torn bricks and stuff descending rapidly towards you. Can I please take a dexterity saving throw? By all means. <laughs> to avoid a falling house. <gasps> Corel's the Wicked Witch of the East. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15. Okay, with a 15, you manage to... Which way do you think you throw yourself? Towards the gardens or towards Crick? Is there any way I can roll forward and dodge things? I I don't know if I'd recommend it. Well, I don't know if I want to go all the way back to the crossroads is all. This is true, but you could dive along the front of one of the houses. Okay, I'll go to the right. Okay. Yeah, you manage to avoid the rubble entirely um, because of your slippery rogueness. Um, you can see that you would have been pinned if you hadn't managed to get away. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, Z through a fucking house and is then gonna like uh, basically Shlo is gonna grab you oh, God. and is gonna shove you behind them being like Z protect <laughs> and next in, next in the order is Crick okay I've been thinking how I can use my mostly melee focused combat skills in a fight like this and I just saw a Z throw a building and I'm wondering <gasps> oh my God. if Z can throw something else. Holy oh, shit! Holy shit! <laughs> Namely, me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking, like, my uh, misty step only goes 30 feet, it's 60 feet off the ground, that wouldn't get me even to the bottom of the ship. So I'm going to go over to Z. Z. Yes! You just threw a house. Can you throw me? Will you hurt the people who hurt us? Oh, yes. Quick, are you? Z, Crick. Z picks you up. Crick, are you sure about this? Oh, I'm sure. Have I been fucking thrown? Oh, I'm sure. And Z screams, Z protect! And like winds up their arm to throw. And next in the order oh my God. is Corel. <laughs> right, so Corel's going to move back out into the main street, into the main circle, but heading left, sort of keeping Faraday in line of sight as much as possible, basically. I'm still going to... Focus on firing at the bridge glass. 22. That's definitely going to hit. Um, roll me some damage. Ooh, 10 again. Ooh, very nice. A spider web of cracks shoots out across the glass of the windshield. And uh, like at its edges, you can see the metal has gone suddenly like dark and charred. And the ship drops another five feet 
and is now only 45 feet above the ground. Uh, can I see Faraday from where I am? Yeah, she's only 45 feet away, so you can definitely see Faraday clinging for dear life to the grappling hook. You okay? Hanging in there. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it's at the end of your turn, Dunk. Yep. Uh, next in the order is Faraday. Hello, honey. How are you doing? Um, <laughs> Hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try for the access hatch again. Would I be able to make a medineering roll to open it, or is it a spell thing, like a damage thing? Um, you could definitely make a medineering check because it is a door, mm. but it'd be more about getting there. Yeah. How far away is it? 15 feet along a narrow rail. Well, I don't have anything that's going to like... Do you have rope in your bag? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, you can tie yourself to the rail and like use it kind of to, like a mountaineer to slide along it. Mm, thank you. That's an excellent idea, Jess. Yes, then... I will do that. Is that my action? No, no. I'm going to let your action be trying to get into the door, but you are going to have to make a dexterity check to like a dexterity, yeah, dexterity check to make it along this rail to the door. Yeah. I got a nat 20 to go across the rail. Woo! Okay. <laughs> with, a nat, with a nat 20, you scooch across this rail as the ship shudders and hums beneath you. And as you leave the grappling hook, you can kind of hear the chain start to make the noise again. And as you like manage to edge out along the rail and start like accessing the door, you can hear the hook preparing to launch, which will take it right past you. Could you make a Imagineering check? 32. Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> you manage to like fumble with the hatch on the door and I think for a second panic overtakes you and you just fucking boot it <laughs> and the door flies open inwards as the grappling hook launches past behind you, uh, ripping the back of your jacket as it goes and you tumble into the interior of the ship. So Faraday is now inside the ship. And you would be probably about here. So <laughs> you emerge into a bathroom. Oh. <laughs> you tumble into like a steamy room with spongy tiles. And as you kind of kneel there and look around and realize you're alone in this room inside the ship, which is a fantastic opportunity. We're going to jump to Schlurp right as that grappling hook launches again. Can I see it coming towards me or? Uh, no, it doesn't come towards you. It actually launches um, off towards the makeshift armory area. And then like tears a huge gouge through the heart of that area and then winds its claw back in again and uh, dropping a trail of debris as it goes corral can i take another a dexterity saving throw to avoid that debris uh 21 at uh, 21 yeah you managed to evade the debris and like duck and roll just a little bit to the side to get out of its path as the hook winds back in into the socket and Schlepp, yeah it's your turn ah uh, schlep's not happy <laughs> schlep's not happy at all prick <laughs> is in z's hands over Z's head. Um, so I think I'm going to give a bardic to Crick. Please don't die! And then I'm gonna look at the ship and I'm gonna be real fucking pissed off. I gotta put my hands out and I'm gonna cast Fireball. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cast it at the bridge where everyone else has been okay, go firing. Ahead. So the ship has to make a deck saving throw. The ship rolled a 16. <sighs> so it takes half. 32 halved 16 damage to the bridge window. The cracks that had spread suddenly glow and then 
the window, it basically explodes inward in a spray of glass and you can hear screams come from inside, like short cut-off screams. Crick now has a perfect portal to yeet himself, to be yeeted through. And with that, it is the turn of the ship. Uh, However, I'm going to say that seeing as the bridge window just exploded and hit pretty much everybody inside... I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give them disadvantage. I think on their attack rolls because that that feels logical to me. They just got sprayed by glass. They spool up their first weapon. <laughs> they rolled a nine after Ooh. disadvantage. Second one, which also misses. <gasps> it did roll a nat twenty, but then it rolled only seventeen, which I think does still impact a couple people. So it's not gonna be able to hit everyone this time because you have dispersed. It is probably gonna try and shoot. Z, because Z just threw a fucking house at it. I'm getting fucking hit. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 17. That beats your AC, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It doesn't beat yours, Crick, does it? My, my AC is 18. So yeah, no, okay. you're fine. I'm fine. That is 20 points of fire damage. And then it fires one final time, this time at Corel. That's 16 against your AC. My AC is 16. Oh, shit. Okay. Corel, your world basically explodes as you take 27 points of bludgeoning damage. And with that, that is the end of the ship's turn. And we're going to take a short break. Hi, welcome to The Game is Afoot. This is a podcast where queer guests... I'm back, baby! ...play games. I pick my jaw up off the floor real quick. <laughs> real quick. Put that back on. And do an interview. My secret is... This is published on the first and third Sunday of every month, so come join us. And I hope you have a good time. Bye! Uh, we're back to the top of the order with Lorelei. I'm just going to run as far as I can, and once again, I'm gonna... Oh, I took damage. I forgot to roll my concentration check. That's only eight. The storm cloud begins to dissipate i just immediately bring it back up Um, Uh, do you direct it over the top of the spaceship again i have seen that crick hasn't been yeeted yet Mm. so i'm going to try and get it in through the window holy shit are you gonna funnel it in through the window yeah because anything within five feet of where it strikes also gets damaged Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll just come in and mop off after you. form this enormous storm cloud, and then it suddenly, with a huge washing noise, funnels in through this shattered windshield. And then you don't have a good enough view inside the bridge to see everybody inside the bridge, but there are a lot of people that's going to affect. I need dexterity saving throws. Oh, my. Uh, DC 17. Four. Four. Um, <laughs> this is hitting the bridge and an amount of people inside it. Yep. 32. You hear screams which suddenly get cut off inside the ship and the entire ship rocks as this happens and you see a a really opaque white smoke pour out the front of the ship. It doesn't look like wood smoke. It looks like a different kind of fire. Then I sit behind a building and I go (sighs) and I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Next in the order is Z. Uh, Z is holding Crick. Uh, Z <laughs> basically ratchets back their arms until they make like a clicking noise. And then Z fucking launches you 
The city disappears, like falls away beneath you as you rocket skywards, uh, the ship coming rapidly up at you. And Z very luckily actually rolled a fucking 15 on this. There is a Namazir who was standing at the edge of this window, kind of trying to inspect the damage and peer down at the battlefield. Craig, you smash into this Namazir <laughs> at full speed. Uh, given the height of a Namazir, I think you hit it in the neck. And the Namazir makes like a gargling noise. And the both of you are thrown through the bridge um, and through the doorway of the bridge to land in the corridor beyond. You landing on top of the Namazir, who breaks your fall somewhat. I'm not going to make you take damage, but I think I am definitely going to apply damage to the fucking Namazir who just got body thrown in the neck. So they're going to take, I'm going to put six points of bludgeoning. So you smash this um, Namazir in the neck and flatten them like in the corridor beyond the bridge and kind of come to a skidding halt. To your left is an open archway like through which you can see a steamy room that has a running water sound. And at the end of uh, at the opposite end of that room, on all fours uh, um, with a, an open doorway whistling behind her, is Faraday. Hey, fancy meeting you here. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What the hell? Anyway, okay. Um. The bridge, how many people were in it? There were seven, but the wrath of God appears to have struck down three of them, so there's only four left. Okay, so what's the plan of attack? Um, attack? You're having a nice conversation down there. And further along the corridor, just ten feet away from you, are two more crew members uh, ready with their guns out. Well, I run at them with my sword drawn. You leap off the Namazir and charge. Uh, go ahead. It's 16. The person in front of you is a human. The crew member behind them is a Namazir. Sweet. So you strike the human with your sword. What do you roll damage-wise? 14. And then I have uh, improved Divine Smite. 21 points of damage. You slash this human with this, like the weight, of, the full weight of your body goes behind your sword and the human screams and blood splashes at you. And they don't quite fall to one knee, but like they are really badly injured. Round two, baby. Uh, that was that's a seventeen without any pluses. That will hit. Let's not take. Let's just forget the others because that will hit. I uh, know. Let's just do the same thing again. Nineteen points of damage. You you hit this person so hard that they fly backwards into the chest of the Namazir, bloodied and dying. And the Namazir looks at you and then throws their gun at your face <laughs> and runs. Back down the corridor. As my bonus action, I um, use Vow of Enmity against that. So I gain advantage on attack rolls the next time we roll around. That's the end of your turn. Uh, next in the order is Corel. Is there any way I could use my insightful fighting without actually getting up onto the ship? I feel like they probably would have tried to take shelter upon losing like their shield. So, and that was the basis on which I might have been able to use insightful fighting on the ship, and so that's not relevant. No, but you can definitely see bridge panels and controls and stuff. Okay. Can I try and identify something that looks like a weapons control panel from where I am? I feel like it'll be difficult, but you can try. That's a uh, 23. Good lord. Okay, with the 23, Corel, you squint into the stricken ship and you are able to pick out a panel on the opposite side of the ship to you over on the left side of the bridge. You can definitely recognize there's some kind of like target and crosshairs on the screen there. I'm just going to take a very normal shot at this weapon system then. Natural 20. Oh man, this could be really fun. Uh, 13. 
Okay, you roll a 13 on your damage uh, on that weapons panel and you kind of take aim, brace the pistol on your arm and fire. And that, you know, quite modest pistol bolt flies up into the bridge and strikes the weapons panel. And then the ship goes a little bit nuts. You hear that kind of noise of the grappling hook preparing to fire, but then it fires halfway through the sound with a terrible screaming, scraping noise as the grappling hook kind of flies, like hurls itself on, like before it's fully ready out of its launch socket and kind of scrapes up the hole right inside of the ship as it fires. Uh, the grappling hook's chain is still kind of tangled and as you watch, the grappling hook fires out and then swings beneath the ship and lodges in the ship's belly. And the entire ship starts to smoke and list slightly sideways. So that means there's sort of like a hang, some hanging chain from the loop. There is indeed a hanging chain. And how how low is that? I think it's about six feet off the ground, but you could potentially, yeah, I can see what you're thinking, and yes, you absolutely could jump for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try jumping onto that. Dex, just a dex check. That's uh, eighteen. Amazing. Okay. All right, and I'm gonna use whatever movement I have to try and climb up this chain. <laughs> Oh, I didn't use my bonus action, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try dashing as I climb. We said that the launcher took Faraday into that kind of wet room area, so um, I'm gonna say that if you climb the train, you'll be able to enter behind Faraday. Oh, hello! I guess we're having a party in here. Yeah, I wrecked the grappling hook. <laughs> Next in the order is Faraday. Creaks outside with the Namazir. So we're not going to be able to get past the Namazir. The Namazir is blocking the way to the bridge, but you could go straight through the corridor or you could turn left and explore the rest of the ship. There are options. Corel, if you were Teb, where would you be? If I were Teb, I'd be closest to wherever the escape hatch was. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually. That is a good point. That's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> because I've got my tang and I spend a lot of time sort of in the docks and looking at ships and things. Mm. I reasoned that I would have been on a stingray at least once before. Yeah. Oh, I was going to use locate object, but I would I'd just know. To know where the kind of escape bay is. Mm. You, you're, a, you're a ship mechanic and yeah. a medineer who's worked on the dock area. You would know this. Stingrays have like a rear drop like a large aircraft does. So basically it's directly down the spine of the ship. You'll be able to get into their drop area. Okay, so I pass that information to Crick and Corel to attack. Not to attack. If you do a guy in bolt, that would mean critic had advantage. That's true. So I've got a 22 to attack Amazing. on the Namazir behind Crick. 16. You hurl guiding, guiding bolt at this Namazir Faraday and they drop. Basically, they get booted backwards by your spell into the bridge and you hear like the thump of them lying heavily on the ground. I don't want to be first into the bridge because I know that that's more of a Corel and Crick kind of thing. So I think I'll run across the hall. So you run into the opposite room with all the yeah, sort of to take cover, so I can like attack into the bridge. Okay, I see. But from a distance, yeah. But it just looks like a meeting room. Yeah, it just looks like a meeting room. There's like a big ostentatious door at the other side of it, um, which has like a little brass plaque. Can I see what the brass plaque says? It says T dot bickering. Oh great. Okay, well I'll stay here for now. I could use the cover and let these two go and wreak havoc in the bridge. (laughs) Brilliant. Next in the order is Schlup. So I'm still back by the palace with Z. Yes. They've just thrown both the building and my dad. Yes. <laughs> they look at you like, you could go next. 
Um, I prefer staying far away from explosions. I'm gonna uh, cast another fireball. It like kind of like into the bridge because it's mm. 120 feet range, so we can get there. So it kind of goes in, then it goes. Um, so they need to make dex throws of 16. Wow, I rolled really badly every time. <laughs> I rolled a four and eight, a five and eleven. Damn. So they all fail. It's thirty-eight damage to Damn. everyone in the bridge. Oh who my failed. god! You fire off that bead of red light, and it looks so small, and it flies in through the hole, and then there's a whoomph, and a flash of orange light, and then a curl of black smoke, and then there's a really odd, loud, groaning, stuttering noise, and the entire ship begins to slide from the air down towards the garden terraces. Um, not again. Schlepp, what's your passive perception? 16. Okay, Laurelie, I know yours is good. Uh, 23. Because you're both on the ground and you have good passive perception, as the ship starts to fall, you can see that that back panel, like that back hatch panel has opened and something silvery darts out of it into the air. Uh, next in the order is, is the ship. However, as you may have ascertained. <laughs> it's not doing well. Question, and it's mostly to do with myself, because Corell only just got into the into the ship. Am I okay in staying on the ship at, when this as this happens, as this creating happens? I think the ship tilts, and Corell, you literally fall in through the opening uh, behind Faraday. Because there's no one to fire it, I'm going to take like the ship's movement as its action instead. The entire ship lists sideways and Florilet. It crashes narrowly into the garden terraces, only like 15, 20 feet from you. Sod and earth is thrown into the air as the entire ship then rot- like kind of spins and groans. Its long stingray tail breaks off and cuts a st- straight line through those public buildings, including the library. With the final scream, the entire ship begins to plunge down those switchbacking lanes towards the bridge. We're going to go to the top of the order with Lorelei. I'm going to be like... That's really bad, but there's nothing I can do about it. My friends are inside. Trust them. And I'm going to hit the the thing that's in the air that is smaller than a minnow. Dexterity saving throw 17. 15. Yeah, you fail. I guess we're doing this. It's 27. My god. You hit what is actually a small sparrow hoverbike with 27 points of damage. And its exhaust explodes into flames. And it starts to spiral down towards the grave-filled courtyard in the center of the city. I run toward it and I look back at Z as I'm going and attempt to shout my tiny little lungs out. Z, stop the big ship. Slurp with me, I'm sorry. For what? You'll see. Okay, and next in the order is Z. Uh, So Z can only move 40 feet on a dash. So Z is going to kind of lumber through these now ruined buildings, reaches where Lorelei was a second ago at the edge of the garden terraces and is presumably going to charge after that ship the second they can. The next in the order is Crick. Man, I got this weirdest deja vu feeling. Uh, You're in a ship that's crashing? (laughs) And... Heading towards a hole. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's two. It's two terrible situations put into Christ. one. Yeah, Farah's not having a good time. I just Corral. Crick, Faraday, and Corral. As the ship impacts, as the ship's belly impacts the garden terraces. I don't even think you can save against this. It's a space. It's a very large spaceship crashing. I feel like I'm probably just going to roll damage. I mean, you could maybe brace yourself. Yeah, like hot 
for halving damage. Okay, yeah. An opportunity to brace yourselves. I know there's no way we can uh, escape. So roll a deck save. Eight. Fourteen. Uh, Sixteen. Crick and Faraday. Uh, that is 30 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, you take half damage, Krill. Crick, it's your turn. So you can hear the crashing of the ship going down the hillside. You can hear the pained groaning of injured crew members. And overall, you can hear frightened crying voices. There were prisoners, weren't there? There were just two very specific child prisoners. Yes. I figured there might be. Okay, um, well, instead of running towards the bridge, I'm going to run towards those screams then. You kind of stagger down this main central corridor of the ship as it pitches beneath you. How much movement do you have, Crick? 30 feet. So basically you get to the centre of the ship and there's another set of doorways. To your left, you can see a row of small rooms and to your right, you can see another row of small rooms. It's hard to tell, but you think the crying is coming from your left. I go left. Okay, you stagger to the left. The doors here, most of them have blue lights on them, but one has red and you can hear like the thud of little fists striking it. I am going to do a strength roll to pull it open. Uh, 19. Uh, with a 19, you kind of grab the door handle and wrench at it and then wrench at it again. And then like you hear them like scream as the ship bashes and bumps and you just plant one boot on the wall beside the door and rip it open with your metal arm and two little thornlings fall out after it against your legs and they're just they their their fur is wild and their faces are tear stained and they just like cling to you because they recognize you what do you do i i go hey 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 it's okay it's okay you're safe now you're safe next up is Corel. Corel, if with bonus action dash, if necessary, is going to head for the bridge. You kind of stagger through the wet room and head to the right into the like the wrecked bridge. There are bodies in here, and there's blood on the floor that your feet kind of slide on as you enter. Oh, uh, what do you do? Can I see that the ship's still moving in a bad direction? Oh yeah, directly ahead of you through the smashed windshield, you can see the ship is heading down this hillside with these switchbacking lanes directly towards the semi-crumbled tower of the bridge. So most importantly, just going to see if Corel can in fact take, do anything to control the ship. So uh, I will take a piloting check. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, that's dirty 20. Uh, with your dirty 20, you can see that a body is slumped over the console, but miraculously, the um, Joy-Cons are still there. The console is sparking, so I don't think you can immediately tell how responsive it's going to be, but like the equipment is there. The, that, that equipment has survived. Okay, I'm going to try try and bring the ship up to ever so slightly so we can sort of skim over the chasm and hopefully not hit the bridge in the process. Yeah, you shove the body out of its chair and kind of grab, grapple with these Joy-Cons and pull them backwards. And the entire ship, like you can hear its engines screaming as they are half choked with soil that it's eaten up from the garden terrace. The nose does lift, but it's still heading towards the bridge right now. Are you trying to, you're trying to turn it at the same time as well, yeah? Yeah. Do you want me to do another piloting check? Yeah, another piloting check to try and force it to the right. The problem here is that that grappling hook has ripped up the right inside of the ship, so it's struggling with its maneuverability. Cursed by my own cool moves. 17. Okay, uh, with a 17, you kind of wrench the Joy-Cons to the right, and rather than, like, banking, the entire ship pitches really, like, dramatically to the right until you can kind of hear and see the right wing tip, like, dragging a huge gouge through the earth. And the whole thing is 
screaming towards the edge of the cliff. It might just make it. This is this is Corel's redemption arc. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> cool. <laughs> It's now Faraday's turn. Faraday, you felt the ship pitch up and turn, and you can see through the doorway of the meeting room, Corel grappling with these controls and see like through the shattered windshield how the ship has turned to a less terrible but still pretty bad outcome. What do you do? I pick myself up off the floor. I will use one of my potions, and I'm going to say, you are not dying here, and rush towards the bridge to try and help Corel. You join Corel at the console. Their arms and whole body are like rattling as they try and grapple with it. Dead focused on on the controls. The ship doesn't have a go anymore? No, the ship does not have a turn. Anymore. Okay, so if I use Bless on Corel to like give them a plus. The thing here is that Corel is doing everything they can, but the mm. ship is quite badly damaged. So I think the, the boost you would need to give is like an external first to the force to the ship or some kind of aid to the ship itself. Oh, could I try and fix some of the controls real quick or do whatever I can? Yeah, yeah. I'll let you do that. You can like dive under Corel's legs yeah. as they yank on the controls. Oh, points of inspiration. You spend them to get advantage. Yeah, I'm going to do that. 25. With a 25, <laughs> you you stagger into the bridge and join Corel, and through the windshield, you can see the chasm coming up, and you can see what Corel's trying to do, but it's not enough. So you elbow your way underneath their arms, and you rip open the console with strength you didn't know you had, and you just... you It's like this tunnel of cold logic overtakes you, and you can see where some of the gunshots and some of the lightning has fried bits and pieces, and you grab at them, and you rip them away, and you... It's almost like Liam, your mentor, Liam Malcolm, is there at your shoulder, somehow guiding you in what to do. And you manage to hold this half-broken ship together with your bare hands, electric currents, currents sparking at your palm. And all around you, the ship screams and then goes silent as it hits the edge of the chasm and then soars out over it. A second passes, another second passes, and then with an almighty crash, its front two prong wings strike the other like the kind of lip of the other side of the chasm for a second you think the whole ship is going to break into and plunge but instead it lodges in place throwing both of you really hard against the console hard enough that like the imprints of the buttons like cuts into your skin and you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage with a groan and a scream of metal the ship goes quiet crick Back in the heart of the ship with the kids in your arms, you had a second to work out what to do. I jump into the padded cell and pull the door shut. The kids scream and then you strike. And as your own awareness comes back in, you can see that Damish is shivering by your side, but alive. And Jerdy is breathing, but unconscious. Elsewhere in the city... As the ship comes to a shuddering, screaming halt, Lorelei, you are closing in on the courtyard in the centre of the city. I continue to run forwards as far into the courtyard as I can with my movement. What do I see? You get about 10 foot of the way into the courtyard. There's like a V of the courtyard, which is scorched as this little sparrow has ploughed in through the circles of bodies. Uh, there's a man trapped under the sparrow bike trying to like kick free and claw free. A thin, unassuming looking fellow with mousy hair and pale skin. Lorelei looks down at her hands. 
around at the graves that she was just responsible for desecrating quietly says i'm sorry for disturbing your rest we have your prince you will all live on in him and then it's as if the thunder is speaking teb bickering and the man lying under the bike looks up at you and goes pale you don't deserve to go with a bang but unfortunately i have too much flair for you to go with a whimper and she flicks her finger down in the air he needs to make a dexterity saving throw but i'm not quite sure if you can do that if you're stuck under a bike yeah he's effectively restrained which i think what does that mean exactly automatically fails 23 the lightning strikes his back and boils through the material of his jacket and he just riots and screams and then kind of slumps there and is like i'll give you anything laurelay wide wanderer just let me live i'm gonna say as a whole i think we're out of combat now schlurp and z can both come to the courtyard and reconvene laurelay doesn't like him but she is going to try and stop schlurp from just murdering him I think, yeah, everyone reconvenes. I think they are going to start striding over towards Teb. I think they're probably like their hand. They've got a fireball brewing in there. Lorelei runs forward in between Schlurp and Teb, punctuating her arrival with another lightning bolt onto the top of one of the nearby buildings. He isn't worth it. If anything, he should be the most worth it to you. Oh, I hate him. So? His suffering will be life. His suffering will be long. Does he deserve that? Every every time I try to, like, g- give someone a chance or, like, wait and give someone the benefit of the doubt, someone ends up hurt again. This isn't the benefit of the doubt, Schlurp. I know he's a monster and I will make sure that his life isn't comfortable. I understand your anger, but you've seen enough. Today, he killed Tesh. I know we could bring her back, but I mean, life for a life, we can give it and we can take it. We aren't gods. Not yet. I am tired and I am angry and I don't have the words to say to you now, but as my, your friend, I am asking you, don't do this. Not right now. I think the, I think they're just going to kind of walk over to Lorelei and just fall to their knees and just kind of wrap their arms around her. I'm tired too. We have some conversations to have. Lorelei puts her hand on the back of their head um, and looks up when Z comes over and hands slurp off. Then Lorelei turns around and stands out her staff and Wax Teb around the head to knock him out. We made it? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, us. <laughs> good, good job, us. <laughs> Do you ever think sometimes about how crazy our lives are? Uh, now and then. <laughs> Let's check quick still. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I, uh, like, limp into the room? Yes. You limp back into the bridge with Damish in one arm and Jodie in the other. Uh, Jodie is, like, just asleep. 
now like not not unconscious is properly just asleep and damish is like tear stained and dirty and is like clutching your the collar of your shirt way too hard but is awake faraday Corel, i have some children here in need of a mother time to do something about that right yes i miss my mom um yeah yeah of course let's go and find your mom but before that we probably need to get you cleaned up okay so crick and Corel are gonna take care of that is Tep gone? Is he dead? Kids, that's for the grown-ups to worry about. You just get clean, and we'll get you to see your mom, okay? And we'll sort out everything else that's on the ground, and we'll let you know. Damish, yeah. Damish frowns, and then just goes, I hate him. Yeah, me too. But you and Jerdy were so brave that I'm pretty sure either Crick or Corral will have something in their back that will award you with that. You know Crick's a captain, right? He can hand out awards for super bravery and stuff. He just nods and like buries his face in Crick's neck. Oh! If you say the rubber chicken, I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the rubber chicken. Um, I only have one of these, but I was going to give them the rainbow scarf. Aww. And tell That's them that it... long enough to wrap a rainbow. Yeah, 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 exactly. And tell them that like this is worn by like super brave folks on earth. Hmm. You bundle the kids up in the scarf and together the three of you very tentatively begin the schlumpy climb back up to the courtyard. Mm. Faraday out ahead. Probably 15 minutes later, Faraday, uh, you reach the courtyard first. I'm going to try and find Z, which I imagine isn't that difficult. Yeah, Z is kneeling with like schlurp, like an arm around schlurp. And um, by their knees, um, there's like a little, a little tiny furry grayish body. Slurp, um, I'm going to need some room. Oh, 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 you're here. Uh... And I'm going to take Slurp's hand and squeeze it and say, you're not alone in this. Okay. Right. I know. I'm not going to tell you that it's all going to be okay. But we're going to find a way to make it bearable, okay? Okay. I nearly killed someone. Well, I think I definitely killed some people, but... I think it's on all of our hands. And that's something for us to deal with. But not right now. Because today we're going to save someone. Can you hold this for me? And, like, give off my bag and my... Shrug off my ruined jacket, which I'm devastated about. <laughs> yeah, I'll... Yeah, she takes them. So I'm going to kneel over Tesh and take out my diamond and think really hard about who she is and what we know about her and let the diamond fall to like pieces and come out through my hands like sand. Mm. And then slowly they settle over her body and then she starts to stir. And then a shadow falls over you. Thought you'd be here. I guess we gave you a lot of work to do. Do you ever get sick of this? I mean, is this everything that you see? This is what it is to be alive. To die and to hurt? No. To live. The hand unfolds and a point of white light drifts through its fingers and into Tesha's chest and then she kind of coughs and rolls under her side, alive. Hey! 
Hey, it's Paige Dolby Evans, your Game Master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife Leonie as Dr. Faraday Zenith Lewis, Duncan as Corel, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Lorelei Widewanderer. Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunkitpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunkitpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you could support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunkitpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight.